tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to really, really, really want to zing a zing. Peace, family. Thank you for tuning in to the I Grew Up Over 30 podcast. I am your host, Dre, and I greet you in love. So, I know we're in preparation for the holidays, of course, social distancing, but I was thinking about how around this time people start planning their New Year's resolutions or they start to have thoughts of the goals and the plans that they didn't stick to. So me being me and being in my head, I began to wonder why are we always waiting for the right time? And more importantly, why do we never consider now to be the right time? I thought about this for myself and what I realized was true for most people. So let's talk about it. If you've been with me since season one, you may remember my episode January was practice. If not, I'll recap, but I'm going to need you to go check that out. So in the episode, I talked about some popular goals, some, some statistics on them, and my take on goals, all of which I still stand behind. But the truth is that this year, the more that I grew into myself, the more my insecurities and fears started to surface. I started being able to connect the dots to my procrastination and self-doubt. And with the help of my therapist, I've been able to react accordingly to stuff. And more significantly, I've been able to forgive myself and extend grace to myself when I didn't. So this year, I learned how to work my mind to manifest the things that I want. I practice gratitude more than I probably ever have in all of my life. And I shed some things and some people that were holding me back. And right now, I am air quoting, holding me back. So why do I feel like I am not doing anything? Why am I so nervous when it's time to record? And why am I so worried about what the people will think? And why do I keep thinking about what they would think? And, and who the fuck is they? So it hit me. No, I'm lying like shit. It, it, it was three different tarot readings, a whole bunch of horoscopes. There's this app called Golden Thread where you can do a daily tarot pool. Mm-hmm, that, uh, a whole bunch of feathers and pennies from my ancestors, different signs in the form of songs, street signs, little notes or something that I ripped off that just a little bit of something was showing all kinds of shit smacking me upside my head for months telling me that I was on the right path but I did not believe it I just couldn't stand in the truth of my gifts with confidence simply put it didn't matter what people said because I didn't feel it it was hard to believe it because I didn't feel it for myself in the book, The Four Agreements, Don Miguel talks about how we make agreements in our minds about this and about how that's supposed to be and how those views affect the way that we are in this life. So specifically, the second agreement is entitled, Don't Take Anything Personally. And it really stuck out to me. In this chapter, he talks about whether it's a compliment or an insult, how we need to become immune to both by accepting the fact that whomever it's coming from is saying it from their perception or agreements, as he likes to call them. So what do you take from that? I kept the agreement in my mind ever since I read the book, but honestly, I didn't put it into practice. Sometimes I would, you know, 
be able to decipher to say, you know, I'm not going to take that personal, you know, in, in the job that I have and my interactions with people. A lot of times I was able to let shit roll off my back because I wasn't taking it personally. And I was having internal conversations with myself to remind myself that I'm in control of my peace. But I tended to, and I do still tend to, look for people's approval. I, I sometimes, a lot of times, have a hard time believing in myself. And so looking for people's approval, but still not believing it was really all in vain. In terms of my podcast, my streams were going up. People in my real life that listened to it were giving me positive feedback. You know, I had people asking me when's the next one coming out. When I took a bit of a break, you know, they were rereading it. They had passed it on to this person. They shared it with that family member and all this other kind of stuff. But it just wasn't what I needed to hear. And so what I realized was, was that what I felt like I needed to hear from other people was something that I needed to feel and hear from myself. I needed to tell myself I'm the shit and believe it. I needed to tell myself I can do this and I have the backing of the universe and the protection and guidance of my ancestors and believe it. I needed to tell myself that it feels right because it's right regardless of who liked it. So what lies are you telling yourself that have you holding back from something or what does your no good ass mama tell you about yourself that you believe what falsehoods have you let society fill your head with that tell you that because of where you came from or what you've been through or what you've experienced that you're excluded from living your best life i feel that we tend to get comfortable and that we can get so comfortable that we stop striving for better, but we manage to hate on other people in the moves that they're making in their lives. So here's what you won't do. You're not gonna sit up here and act like you don't because bitch, we all operate on that low frequency called jealousy at some point. So please don't do that. Now, if you wanna get cute and you wanna act brand new, I'm gonna give you some examples of some things that you might say about something that you see or hear from someone else that comes from a real hateful, unsatisfied place. Oh, she finally got that job. Oh, they finally started that business. Oh, he gonna do her like the last one. That that relationship ain't gonna last. She ain't gonna she, she ain't gonna be happy. She won't be with him long. Oh, oh, how you get that? How can you afford that? How you pay for that? Who you know got a hookup? Or a famous one, oh, I know he not with her. See, it's okay. I had to have that realization one day too. We just need to accept that sometimes we are haters on other people's success, their leveling up, their growth, or anything else positive that we see going on in their life. We try to understand how can these good things happen to this person? You know, oh, they was just blah, blah, blah a couple of years ago. Now look at them. Now you you this, that, and third. You know, people will try, we, we will try to remind um, people of their downfalls, of their valleys, just because they weigh up now. Or what we think 
is well. We will woe ourselves to death. Why me? Why not me? You know what I'm saying? Into a full-fledged hater's ball. You like my jacket? It's made from your mother's pubic hairs. <laughs> if y'all ain't never seen that episode of Dave Chappelle, go to hell. Better why? Right? Well, simply put, we aren't happy with where we are in our lives. We might be content. We may feel blessed for what we have, but somewhere deep down, we're clocking someone else's coins and wealth. We are comparing what we have in our life to what we see in someone else's. Because sometimes I feel like y'all be forgetting that, you know, these people are showing us what, what we want to see. These celebrities, they're not going to put up the ugly days. Some of them might, right? Some of them might be real and, you know show you the hard times or you know their throwback will be of their tough times their their not so better days but most of them only want you to see the good shit so something i want you to remember because it's something that i have to remind myself of this is a big huge whole wide world with endless resources there isn't a thing on this earth that is getting ready to run out, okay? Not land, not money, and definitely not no material things. There's no shortage of love and compassion. Good people do still exist, and there is someone for everyone, romantically or just a companion. But the gag is, believing that you deserve those things and that they're available to and for you. It's the belief of a mustard seed that moves mountains or some girl, some biblical shit like that. I don't know. But you, you know what I'm saying? You have to literally wake up one day and say, yes, I can. Yes, I will. Yes, I deserve it. Yes, I receive it. Yes, to my best days ahead. I believe that gratitude is super powerful and mighty. But there's a next step to opening up your opportunities. I feel like you can be grateful for what you have and still be open to abundance. I feel that I can appreciate the home that I have and work harder for a vacation property or a house in a different state or one with a bigger yard. I can be thankful for the car that gets me back and forth to work and still hustle for a newer model or a second car or a third car or whatever the case may be. I can feel the blessing of the employment that I have now and still educate myself, network with my colleagues, and move up. I can do those things without saying, I wish I lived there. I wish I drove that. Oh, they hiring. <laughs> when we focus on what we don't have, or how what we do have doesn't what? Compare to what so-and-so has, we are basically telling the universe that what we currently have isn't good enough. That we're unhappy with it. And that isn't going to solve not a thing. Not a one. So, how do we start the ball rolling? It starts with the can-do attitude. Oh my God, that was cheesy. But it really, really does. Secondly, really get into self. What about, what, what talents do you have? Where is your happiness derived from? So, for example, right, say that you like to bake. I don't know why I picked baking. Maybe this is for someone specifically that bakes. I don't know, but baking popped into my mind. So, let's just say that you like to bake. 
that it's therapeutic for you or whatever, right? It feels good. You like to do it. You enjoy it. You know, whatever. Make time to hone in on your craft. Take a food service course. You know, serve the homeless. Make a meal for a family in need. Take on a mentoring position, you know, maybe someone that you work with or a neighbor's child or even someone in your family. Maybe your kid likes to cook or something. You can start to mentor them. You can always learn new techniques. You can learn new dishes, new recipes, new foods. You can, you know, I mean, if you like to bake, but bitch, all you baking is the same goddamn yellow cake with white frosting. <sighs> okay. Maybe we can do some chocolate frosting. Maybe we can, you know what I'm saying? I like red velvet, okay? So be open to something new. Be open to learning and growing in your craft. Then, then take that leap. Jump out there. Get you some Vistaprint got them cheap-ass business cards. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be a full-fledged bakery. You can just put yourself out there to start making birthday cakes to start networking. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you upgrade the type of cooking appliances that you use, whatever. And you know what? If that one time that you jump out there, if it doesn't work, I'm not going to use the word fail. Don't give up. Go back to the drawing board. Reassess. Have a fucking team meeting with your ancestors, bitch. Sit down and sit with spirit and say, I, I need you to show me what I didn't do that was according to the plan. Or accept that whatever that process was, whatever that moment in time was that didn't work out how you thought it should, just go back and sit with that and learn from it. Doing what you love should bring your soul pleasure before it financially blesses you. We have got to stop holding on to the idea that if I had more, 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 I'll be happy or I'll be straight or I'm going to be good or whatever fucking clicky ass term you want to use. Remember that there have been millionaires, okay, that have taken their own lives, endless money that they, they overdose on $20 hair on sacks. Stop putting that power on a piece of paper. Stop giving your happiness a dollar amount. You can start today. You don't need a new month. You don't need a new year to clarify, set, or to reach goals. Start with small ones every day. When I was at my lowest, I stayed in the bed. I read my cousin's book, which I highly recommend. Um, I've talked about her on Instagram, um, 30 days. Okay. Please get into it. I'll put the link up in my, on my Instagram. I know it's on there already, but anyway, let me, <laughs> cause now I didn't turned into a commercial, but I started reading her book and one of her, um, goals on there was to make your bed every day. So like I said, when I was at my lowest, I stayed in bed. I slept so much that I don't even know how one can sleep that much. So now every day I have the goal to make my bed. Why? Because it keeps me out that motherfucker. And I know how I'll, I will feel if I spend the whole day in the bed. And I know that that feeling 
is worse than if I were to just get up and get on what I'm going to do. Now, I'm not going to tell you that, you know, just specifically because I'm telling you this, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that a bitch don't take a nap every now and again. But I'm not laying in bed, and that's the difference. I have a very close girlfriend of mine that some years ago was diagnosed with MS. So, over the years, her mobility has, you know, been affected. And me and her, you know, for years, um, would sit on the phone for hours just talking about all kinds of shit, right? Um, when we worked together, we would talk all the time and, you know, be on each other's line or whatever. So now we're both married. We have children. That doesn't really happen as often. But I do still speak to her pretty regularly. And again, at my lowest, I remember one day we were talking and I was listening to her. We, I don't even remember specifically what we were talking about. But she told me how she wakes up every day at 6 o'clock in the morning to shower and get ready for the day. Which her day was really, you know, taking her sons back and forth to school, um, grocery. She's a stay-at-home mom, you know. So just things that you do once the kids are off to school. The post office, your nails, you know, grocery shopping, clothes shopping, uh, whatever, 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 right? And then there were days that she didn't have shit to do but take them to school. But it didn't matter. Every morning, 6 a.m., her alarm goes off. She got up. She got showered. And, and, and I'm not saying, you know, that she threw sweatpants and some raggedy-ass old family reunion shirt on. No. Sis was getting herself together. She would do her makeup. She would do her hair. Um, whatever, right? Now, you th you might be thinking to yourself, um, okay, well, what's so special about that? Well, let me tell you, there's some of us that those little things are a whole lot. And when you're super low, they may take all the energy that you have for the day. So, when she told me that, you know, I, I had to reassess myself. You know what I'm saying? Because here I was, it'd be one, two o'clock in the afternoon, and I was in my PJs. All I had had for the day was some coffee, right? So the goal became, I'm going to make my bed, and I'm going to shower, and I'm going to get dressed in street clothes. Now, I'm not, um, I don't do all the makeup and all that unless I'm going to work, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying, whatever. I was up. I was ready to go. I have a girlfriend that I've known for many years that's well into her 60s. She's retired. She doesn't have any children. She gets up every day and works out. <laughs> I, I don't. Okay, That part has not been added to my goals. But I do use it to remind myself that a healthy body later on in life is not guaranteed. So sometimes I might take the stairs. I might park a little further so that I have to walk a little more. Um, I'll get a water instead of a soda, you know, or whatever adjustment that I feel like is best suited for my best life. So family, I want you to take inventory of the thoughts in your mind and find ways to try to counteract all of those, even if it's just, but what if it does work? But what if it does take off? What if it does blow up? 
Because if you can think of, you know, it can't, then you can just as easily think it can. Be aware of all that's around you because there is a lesson in everything, okay? Every experience, every conversation, every person that you run into, good, bad, or indifferent, comes with a lesson. And every lesson will be for your own personal growth. Never be so bold out here to think that you know it all because you don't. You just don't. We're all students of life. So remember that as long as you open your eyes up tomorrow and there's breath in your body, nothing can stop you from your God-given greatness. It's endless possibilities and opportunities that are out there for you. And they really are just waiting on you to step up and step into them. So don't be afraid. Don't live in fear. Don't think of everything that you can't do or how what you've been through will stop you. Because those are all just lies that we make up. And, and they really do hinder us from our best life. Peace, family. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you sharing your time with me. Connect with me on Instagram at nowplaying underscore IGUO30. Shout out to the happy Gemini herself, my producer Jasmine. Please like, review, and tell a friend if anything I shared has helped you want to look within and heal. Remember, be grateful, seek knowledge, and have lots of love, patience, and grace for yourself. The universe always responds to your vibrations. Love you to life. Peace. Peace.